0: to escape, tucks the corner, stays it back. Gets to the edge, Zion Mitchell will send the dogs home. Oh, to the 30, 35. Yeah! 30. yeah! To the 30, yeah! to the 30, yeah! to the 30. Here's another first down not dealing with much pressure at all when he does drop back to throw. The play action, Bennett looks down the middle, the cockies wide open, touchdown, dog. Alrighty. As good as always. Welcome back guys to the Knowles and Dogs podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Hunter. And I'm Dylan. Oh, perfect. You know, you got to pick it up on yeah. the timing a little bit there. Just kidding. <laughs> I uh, hope you guys are doing well. Uh, we're back. Um, mm-hmm. As always, we're here to talk sp- talk about college sports and some other stuff in between. Um Got a nice show for you guys today. Uh, nothing too crazy. Um, We've got some uh, commitment news, so, uh, a game location change, possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going on in the ACC? New schedules popped out for the college football playoff next couple of years. Mm-hmm. We have our dark horse picks for the college football playoff, uh, also some title picks, and three questions to end it, as always. Um, so. I mean, as always, guys. Actually, before we get started, make sure you're hitting that subscribe button. We've I've been looking at the analytics, been diving into that, seeing that we are actually up. We're up a couple subscribers. So that's awesome news, guys. From our last always two episodes, um, that's a great. It means we are moving up in the world. Oh um, yeah. All as always, though, but we're trying to get to fifty. Mm-hmm. 40 right now, ten more, guys. Ten more. Come on, we got this. So. <laughs> uh, Hit that subscribe button, watch the video, like it, tell your friends. Uh, we're also on Spotify. Find mm-hmm. us there, Amazon Music, um, the whole shebang. But uh, yeah. but I guess, I mean, do you have anything to say, Dylan, before we get started?
1: Um, nothing. I mean, you know, NFL draft has happened. It's so, been yeah. about a week or two now. But um, I feel like we were pretty spot on with Bryce Young, you know.
0: Oh, yeah. I we didn't
1: waver, and we, we reap the benefits. No.
0: No, we we were we're always spot on here because we're top ten, we're top mm. tier analysts oh, when it comes yeah. to this stuff. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but my Steelers had a great pick, great draft, oh, yeah. but you know what can I say? Steelers Super Bowl champs.
1: Okay, <laughs> yeah. preseason champs oh, every year.
0: Whoa, no. Anyway, all right, so we'll get started though mm-hmm. with our first topic today, and that is Dylan Raiola, who was a five star quarterback. uh... Out of he was in Arizona, I think, Phoenix area. Mm-hmm. But uh he was the number one overall quarterback in this class. I don't quote me on if he was the number one overall recruit in the 2024 class.
1: I can double check for you while you're talking.
0: I think he was he was definitely number one quarterback. Um he had originally committed to Ohio State, but decommitted. And now he it was really it was between Georgia and Nebraska. Because he had family ties to Nebraska, but his dad played with Mike Bobo at Georgia um a while back. So um so you know we had ties both sides, but uh in the end, Kirby Smart and the Dogs. He were was able the
1: number to, one player in the class, by the way.
0: Number one overall. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you got look at that. So the dogs, my dogs, were able to reel him in. So he's yep. coming to Athens next year. Uh, just a little quick, six foot three, 220 pounds. I've seen some highlight. I've seen some clips. I mean, I don't dive too deep into the high school stuff. I just mm-hmm. watch the games and talk about them, but, uh, great pickup to an already loaded lock uh, quarterback room.
1: Oh yeah. At Georgia. That's, yeah. It's a really um, good pickup for them.
0: Quick little side note before I ask your opinion. So currently Georgia has 12 commits in this 2024 class. Mm-hmm. And they are on pace for a, one of the greatest classes ever. They mm-hmm. already have three five stars, seven four stars, and two three stars. Yeah, that includes one of those four stars. Includes this, another quarterback named Ryan Puglisi, who signed who had already committed um, a couple months prior to this happening. Yeah. So now you got two quarterbacks going into the twenty twenty four class with already Beck there. Vandergriff's already there. Gutter Stockton's already there. Yeah. Um, My only concern is I doubt we'll see both quarterbacks there.
1: Yeah. That's what I was going to say is one of those guys is probably going to end up flipping his commitment.
0: Or just transferring after, like, spring.
1: Exactly. And I wouldn't be surprised with that many guys in that quarterback room if one ends up leaving after this season or even
0: – So you know what, what I, I – mean? Yeah, I mean, so what I've heard, because I just followed more Georgia stuff, like you follow more Florida State stuff. Yeah. So Vandergriff, so it looks like Beck kind of separated himself after the spring game. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of taken, I think he's personally, I think he's going to be the number one guy. Yeah. So that tells, but Vandergriff, I think he said that he is planning on staying, which Mm -hmm. is awesome news because another guy there, he's been in the system. Yeah excuse me, knows how to run things. But I think if, let's say Beck has a really good year this year, he mm-hmm. goes pro
1: because yeah. he's
0: already a junior. That leaves next year you have Stockton, Vandergriff, Raiola, and Puglisi.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And in its day and age, and you know it as well, as I mean Norvell and Seminoles. But you know, transfer portal just right now is mm-hmm. you're not seeing guys stick around. It's no,
1: no, they don't stick around. Why would
0: I I mean it's the why would I stick around when I can just go somewhere else?
1: I think it's I think it's even more of a thing where it's a guy goes, you know, I might get double or triple the playing time somewhere else. Exactly. Like there's there's no reason for me to stick around and hold out for something, even if a championship is in my future, if I can go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Utah, right? Like, uh, we just lost Florida State lost a wide receiver to Utah. Not because he wasn't but, in playing time, but because they're like, you're going to get more playing time somewhere else. I, I just heard an alarm go
0: off.
1: Huh. Actually, no, that's a plane over my house. Never mind. I'm by the airport.
0: Nice. But, I mean, I mean, guess if we're talking about wide receivers, Florida State. Keon yeah. Coleman.
1: Oh, yeah. I was going to say huge that. Was a pick up great pickup by the Knolls.
0: Norvell just keeps reeling them in. Although you guys did lose a couple guys, though,
1: to Colorado, well, the, I was to say the big thing with that is a lot of those guys were depth pieces, so it's not like.
0: But now you guys have. Or, but, but now I, you guys have what, Coleman Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's a third guy.
1: So there's a couple guys in there. There's uh obviously there's the guy everybody's been wanting. You know, there's Winston Wright from uh, West Virginia. He didn't get to play, but he had transferred in already last year. He got into a car accident. And then there's um, a big name who has been committed to Florida State since the COVID year, but couldn't enroll due to grades for two years now. He's just trying to get his grade point up, and he's finally enrolled. We got Destin Hill, who if any of my Florida State fans know, you know this name. You know it's been a joke in Florida State fans for like two, three years now. Oh yeah, Destin Hill's enrolling this year, guys. <laughs> he really is enrolled now. I'm not this is not a joke. He really is playing nice. for the team this year. He's the nice. oldest freshman I think I've ever heard of. But you know, there's a lot of dogs in that wide receiver rim. That's
0: that's why I think Florida State, if they can they have a really rough we'll go to schedules closer, as I always yeah. say, but mm. if you look September, their September is gonna make or break their season. Yeah. Because you start neutral site at LSU.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it, semi neutral. It's in Orlando.
0: It's still a neutral site. Kind of. Call it what it is. I mean, um,
1: Orlando, that's a knoll town, baby.
0: Yeah, but. Um, <laughs> so you, but then you go to, so you have the, so you, your September mm-hmm. alone is LSU. Yep. Then your Southern Miss at mm-hmm. Boston College. But then there's yep. the big one. At Clemson, just yeah. in September. So you could, so you guys is could that either in September. Sh- that's in September. That's Week Four, September twenty third. I think it just said.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I mean, Florida State. That's you. You get the pieces, but now it's going to be can you? You guys are good title title or playoff odds, mm-hmm. but it's that that's that, that September is going to make or break you guys. You know. Because if you can come out of that unscathed, I really don't see anything really slipping up. You go to very, very Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. I know you go to Wake Forest, but other than that, I really don't see anything crazy.
1: And Wake Forest doesn't have Sam Hartman anymore. No. Yeah. So I, I would think... say that's Yeah. I think the only other thing that could jump us after that is... Because I think it's crew sailing. I think the biggest matchup would probably be against, what, at Florida...
0: Maybe because um, you guys do have – you guys have had trouble there last couple times going into yeah. the Swamp. So, and you never, every Saturday, you never know. Mm-hmm. That's why we love college football because you never yep. know. But,
1: you know, we get Miami in Tallahassee this year, which is great for us because they tend to struggle in Tallahassee. Well, so far they struggle everywhere. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think the biggest thing this year for Florida State is going to be the new change in the ACC with um, – it no longer being, con- like, divisions. Yeah. So, with us not being, you know, we don't get the free pass in the ACC championship anymore. It's most likely all the cards line up. It'll probably be a rematch versus Clemson again, which I think would be the biggest punch You guys us, need to
0: right? at least split week that mm-hmm. LSU-Clemson. It has to be at least yeah. a split. I was just looking at your schedule. I know we're getting a little off topic because we went from yeah, Dylan Raiola. But- but there's a game, I think it's in November. You're mm-hmm. at Pitt. For
1: mm-hmm. some
0: reason, it's like a sleepy walk. Teams go yeah. into Pittsburgh, and they don't come out with a win. Just what was, all I'm uh, going
1: to say. I wonder what the but, last time we played Pitt was.
0: But uh, final touches, anything to say about Royola before we move on? Um,
1: it's just great pickup for UGA. I I hope for you guys that... He ends up there long term just yeah. because you know, so many guys.
0: I think in out system, I think I just hope that he's fine with because I don't know if he'll start next year if he'll <laughs> be the day one guy. Because Vandergrift's there, Stockton's there. Is he gonna be all right? I'm just hoping this isn't like a Justin Fields kind of thing where they're not all right with sitting for a year learning the system, and then when your time's up, when your time's ready. Beat out the other QB, take over, lead. Mm -hmm. All right. We'll move on to our next topic, which is speaking of Georgia. uh, So, the Georgia and UF game to have a new home? Question mark?
1: That's a a crazy.
0: So, I got the whole spiel here, so I can just run through it and then we'll hear, I'll get your thoughts. So, Report came out last week. So according to uh, Dog Nation, renovations to TIAA bank, TIA bank Field in
1: mm-hmm. Jacksonville,
0: Florida, um, are expected around the mayor said expected around 26, 2026, twenty six to 2027. Yep. Um, which means and so that means that the like the Jaguars are going to have to find a temporary home, which would probably be in Orlando. I want to say yeah, Camping World.
1: I would um, think it'd be in Camping World or if they got really outrageous they might just be like pull, play a full schedule in London. But um
0: no. Um, they, they play
1: 3 games next year in London. Or this season. That's
0: so cool. dumb. That's just dumb. That's a whole another spiel but <laughs> um anyway, uh but so but the the catch is here this cool little nugget is the game's location for the 2024-2025 season is still up in the air as mm-hmm. the two schools Having a have their contract with Jacksonville um is only runs till 2025. Yeah. But there is a thing in the contract that says whether or not they want to extend it in 2024, but they don't mm-hmm. have to play it in 2024. Yeah. It runs till 2025, but it's like an opt out after. So okay, they, yeah, yeah. So they can so the two schools have yet to agree on an extension to keep the game in Jacksonville. They have until June 30th to sign this contract to extend it. Whether or not they want to keep it in Jacksonville, where it's been played since I think the 80s, 70s, or 80s.
1: They've been there for a long time.
0: And, like, or, or do they want to not continue that and just make it a home and away Athens and Gainesville? So, no contract's been in place involving the game's location from 2026 onward at this point. Um, <laughs> I know Kirby Smart has come out before, and he says that he would much rather have it home and away. Um, yeah. quote from him, this is right before the game last year. I firmly believe that we'll be able to sign better players by having it as a home-and-home home because we'll have more opportunities to get them to campus. But I also think there's a fin- there's financial factors that factor into that. With having the game there and being able to make more money for the university, possibly there, you have to have it both ways and make really good decisions. Mm-hmm. So pretty much he's saying, hey, no, sorry, my dog. No, you're good. No. Nah. Anyway, um, so he would much rather, and he said this before too, he would much rather have this game home and home because he wants to bring recruits in because you're mm-hmm. not allowed to bring recruit onto the field at yeah. that game unless they buy a ticket. They have to buy a ticket, and then you can – see them but you can't like bring them on the field give them a tour and all that Mm -hmm. whereas if it's home and home you can do that all the fun stuff because he says you know there was a clip i watched it was like well where do you see all the biggest recruits for alabama and lsu go they go -hmm. to the biggest games they go to the auburn alabama game lsu alabama lsu auburn you know what i mean you want you see those you want your best recruits going to the your most some of your most important games but you also see you make more money and you make more money going to the Jacksonville one. Yeah.
1: Uh, you get more eyes on the TV too. Correct. Just being – because you make it an event instead of – and I think it's also fun for fans. Yeah. And because it's like obviously it's not right in the middle of the two schools. No. But it feels like a middle ground city.
0: It's always more Georgia fans.
1: Yeah. But to be fair, it's because George is a lot better.
0: No, well I've just seen I've so I went for the first time this past year.
1: hmm Yeah, you're mute for me right now.
0: You hear me? Yep, yep. Speak. Hello? Oh, hold on.
1: I can hear you, but you can't hear me. That's crazy.
0: Once. You hear me? Yes. What the hell? Sorry, my audio just went not happy. No, you're good. No, I just... My headphones... The Here, do you guys hear me? Yes, I okay. can hear you. All right. Well, I don't know why my headphones aren't working, but um, but I remember going to talk to people before, um, the night before, and at some restaurant, and there was a bunch of Georgia fans, and I remember I was talking to this one guy, and they said that it's always. Georgia. Yeah. It's always like, it looks, it's about, always looks like about, it's about 60 40, 70, mm. 65, foot, 35. Yeah. So, but I would personally, I would love to make it a home and home. Personally, that's me. I would, how much fun, I would love to see, I mean, as a Georgia fan, to see us just invade Gainesville and start a yeah. war there. Because that's what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, have easy kids on U.S. campus. You'll oh. probably have UF people complaining. They're like, "We don't like these people here." That's what they hate. They hate when Florida State plays in yeah. Gainesville, so they get so mad. Cause, yeah. Say, because we're in the same state, we we pack, uh, like the swamp. Like we show up in waves, and they get so mad.
0: Ignore that.
1: I say they would not. They would not serve me at Krispy Kreme when I have my FSU hoodie on. It was very annoying.
0: I went to a Wingstop and until Georgia stuff on. They said something and they gave me my food at least.
1: They gave me my food because you know what? You know the Krispy Kreme I'm talking about, right next to the school, right? It's yeah. Like the old, yeah. It was the morning at like Sunday morning after the game. I had my F, like black FSU hoodie on. I just got the worst looks, and she would not give me my food. I was like, whatever. Just huh. took it off and got it. You hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. All
0: right, perfect. So it's back in my headphones. Yep. All right. Um, But, yeah, I would love to see it. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. <laughs> you want to talk about boots on the ground, I'll be up in Gainesville. Boots <laughs> are on the ground. <laughs> boots are on the ground. <laughs> um, all right, we'll move on to our next topic, which is ACC meetings. And this involves Dylan's Florida State Seminoles here. Oh, my yeah. Old notebook here with the stuff. Um, all right. So, just a background run down through it. So, seven ACC schools called the Magnificent Seven. What a name, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. Um, the schools are FSU, Clemson, Miami, mm-hmm. North Carolina, North Carolina State, Virginia, and Virginia Tech. Yep. So, these schools are meeting with the ACC. And talks about a grant, a league grant of right agreement that was provided, which provides TV rights. All the spiel, the what the catch is, is that it runs till twenty thirty six. Yeah, and these schools don't want that
1: mm-hmm.
0: because with you, this comes along with uh, it. Also, it makes it nearly impossible to break it break the agreement and try to join other conferences with conference realignment schools yeah. like FSU and Clemson want more money out of this. Yeah. Cause they, they, let's be honest. They're the two driving factors here in football mm-hmm. with Miami, not really doing as much as they are. Yeah. They want a new revenue distribution model. They want more money. Cause I have this written down here. FSU for instance, um, uh, they just want FSU – I've written down Clemson wants a – Clemson's and FSU want a bigger piece of the pie when it comes yeah. to profits. If they don't, they want out. Mm-hmm. FSU, for example, estimates that it contributes up to 15% of the total ACC media rights. Yeah. But they only receive 7% of those profits. Mm-hmm. So they are not happy about that. Hey, yeah. Right, so you want to make yeah. the money you rightly deserve. So. <laughs> Dylan, you're more into this because you're ACC, but I mean, I know there's talks about Florida State possibly joining the SEC. They've they've considered it, but I mean, that's a long deal. Yeah. And rightfully so. I mean, why would you ever want to be a part of something that runs until 2036? Do you know how old we'll be (laughs) in 2036? That's That's 13 years from now. That's a
1: long damn time. And I think – Biggest reason, not only just the um the money aspect, right? It's the fact that the ACC, more than anything else, does not put football first, mm-hmm. right? If you're Florida State and you're Clemson, who are the biggest reasons the conference still has relevance, right? You know what I mean? They're the yeah, only Miami's con- not. especially in football, Miami hasn't been relevant in football. Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech, and Miami both haven't been relevant. Since they joined the ACC, really,
0: yeah.
1: Um, you know, the only per only guy's team that's made any kind of impact in the conference is Louisville. The year they showed up when Lamar Jackson won the Heisman. Like outside of those, two, like there isn't that much to talk about. And when you have at least, the at least
0: from a football perspective, yeah.
1: It, but that's the thing: is football brings in the most money when it comes yeah. to, you know, just university athletics. So for a conference that I think you could just tell the way it's built is it's focus is basketball. Mm-hmm. Like the way the conference is built, the way the divisions were built were specifically built with ACC basketball in mind. because before any of this, it was all Duke, um, UNC, basketball, 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 basketball.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I think when you have Florida State and Clemson, they're more or less saying to the other five, they're like, hey, why are we – we're in the worst contract ever. Why are we still in this contract? Like we got to reorganize this or we want out. And I remember they were talking about at a booster meeting a couple months ago, uh, Florida State's athletic director was talking, uh, Michael Alford, that um, realistically if they were to find a way to get a payout, this this deal is so bad it would not even be that expensive to get to pay it out. No. Like the deal is so awful that it makes more sense for Florida State or Clemson or whoever to pay out of the deal, get into a new conference and you'll probably make back that money within 5 years.
0: Well, and I saw so I saw I was reading an article about it and so like I saw something that said like they need at least half of the teams so something mm-hmm. to break the grant without going to court, I think it was something like that. Mm -hmm. So I think it was like eight or nine teams they need at least. Um, And keep in mind, ACC is the only school right now that hasn't really been affected by conference realignment either. Yeah, But the unfortunate part of that is these conference realignments are also bringing in bigger and better TV deals. Yeah. Deals for these conferences. I mean, take the, take big 10, for example. I mean, Mm-hmm. What was the contract they just signed with freaking NBC and CBS and Fox? I mean, that's
1: took like billions of dollars.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, it's a massive deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, the SEC is going to be at ESPN and ABC going forward. Yep. Pac twelve hasn't even found a home yet. No, uh, but
1: I think when the when the ACC looks around, well, not the ACC, but the ACC schools that bring in a ton of money, uh, they look around and they go. Why is why are schools in the Big Twelve making more money than us? Mm-hmm. They're going. This is awful. Like this is the worst thing that could happen.
0: Yeah. It's um. It's definitely something to keep an eye on going forward because because they, we're already past. They got rid of like you said um mm-hmm. the divisions and stuff too. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just stinks because the ACC's talent wise football has just never been something. Yeah. People are like, oh, ACC's up there. Um, but it's definitely something to keep an eye on going forward because I feel like some things are going to happen. And okay. what happens if Florida State and Clemson leave? What does the ACC do? It falls apart. It falls apart. So, I would say
1: it, there's no way it does not fall apart.
0: Yeah, because they're going to scramble and they're going to pick up some mm-hmm. other crappy teams, but it's just... They're going to end up merging, I feel like. You could end up seeing like one of those mergers. Yeah. So... All right, we'll move on though to our next topic. We're just rolling through this right now. Yeah. So, uh, this is uh, College World. So, the College World Playoff 2024 to 2025 schedules have been announced. Um, so, this is the, like, this is with the 12 teams now. This mm-hmm. is the last year where we're going to see four. Yep. Next year, it's we are 12 teams hammering home. Uh, so, it pretty much is going to go like this. So, 2024, first round is going to be on campus. Mm-hmm. So, do the quarterfinals. Right? Quarter yeah, because four teams get a buy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, quarterfinals will be there. So, they'll be on campus. So, Friday, December 20th, there's going to be one game. It's then, Saturday, that next day, there'll be three games, mm-hmm. which is fine with me. Yeah. And then the quarterfinals. Oh, so I get oh, the quarterfinals, I guess, is. Tuesday, December 31st. That's the Fiesta Bowl that day. Yeah. And then Wednesday, January 1st, is the Peach Bowl, Rose Bowl, and Sugar Bowl. And the semis are Thursday, January 9th, Friday, January 10th, Orange Bowl, Cotton Bowl. The Orange Bowl is Thursday, Cotton Bowls is Friday. And then the nat- national championship is January 20th, 2025. It's in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Mm-hmm. And then 2025... So the first round is on campus. Like I just said, yep. December 19th is one game. December 20th is three games. The quarterfinals, that Wednesday and Thursday, December 30th, New, Year, uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Cotton mm. Bowls on New Year's Eve. New Year's Day, you have the Orange, Rose, and Sugar Bowl. Yeah. Then the semis are going to be January 8th and 9th. They're going to be the Fiesta Bowl and um, the Peach Bowl. And then the national title game will be January 19th, that Monday, At Hard Rock Stadium. My only two things that pop out of this are I wish that the quarterfinals for those teams that have a bye Mm -hmm. would get a home game. Yeah. I do wish that. Um, And then also, why are we still playing national title games on Mondays?
1: Tradition. It's just tradition.
0: Well, (laughs) tradition. Put it on a Saturday.
1: Wait, wait, what day would the national championship be on?
0: Monday?
1: No, 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 like like is it late January or is it into February?
0: Monday, January 20th is 2024. Mm-hmm. Monday, January 19th is hard rock, uh, is 2025. I mean, I just yeah, don't uh, I people I've all over social media are never happy about being on a Monday because they started on a Monday and it's like at 830 or 9 o'clock. Yeah. And it's like why? Yeah,
1: especially if it's like a West Coast game.
0: Why? There's no point. And that happened. Just put it on a yeah. Saturday. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, I mean, that was my only two things. Know no, there's not
1: much else to bring it, uh, say about it. I mean, it's kind of like what, I feel like it's what we expected. Yeah. You know, you get a round of home games, and then you get a round of bowl games, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I like it. I feel like it'll be fun. I mean, I was not the biggest uh, person to want to move to 12 teams personally, but now that we're kind of here, I'm like, you know, let's make the best of it. You know, Florida State will make the playoff plenty of times. It'll just be
0: curious now to see if – interesting to see now if, like, if – I don't know if they'll ever – I can't see them going to a point where they expand out out of 12. No way. It just – You would have to start reducing the – the season down to like eight games.
1: Yeah. And I feel like when, once you're at 12 games, right. Or 12 teams, right. Like your teams are not getting snubbed. No, nobody's getting you're, snubbed. You're going to have more conversations about undeserving teams making the playoffs.
0: Cause you're going to have teams now possibly two, three losses maybe yeah. trying to get in. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it's, it's good. It's, I've, right. it's fine now. It's fine.
0: All right. Perfect. All right. So we'll move on.
1: Um, mm-hmm.
0: uh, Oh, quick little nugget. Actually, I wrote this down as a little star. Uh, EA announced that their college football, football is officially back on next summer, 2024, yep. With and FBS players are now going to be able to have their name, image, and likeness in the game. Yep. We're here. We're here. We're back. We're back. We got delayed a year, but we're back.
1: We're good. We're good. Huge, we got this. Huge,
0: huge news right there.
1: The best news you could get.
0: All right, so we'll move on. So this is kind of like our game edition. Mm -hmm. This will lead us right into three questions. But so college football dark horse picks and natty title pick odds Mm -hmm. presented by. Uh,
1: mm -hmm. Barstool's in the background, so we'll go Barstool.
0: Barstool, if they want to shout out. Shout out Barstool. They're right there. Shout out Barstool. (laughs) That is not a sponsor. Nobody come after us unless they want to. I'm happy to do business with you. We're
1: not against that.
0: We would love to put a nice barstool bar stool symbol right in the corner here. I know yeah. you can't see the mouse, but hey, barstool, bring yeah. it on. We would love to do business with you.
1: I, I don't think we'd mind at all.
0: Shout out, barstool. Anyway, all right, so Dylan, did you get your five teams right now?
1: For the um, my dark horses? Yes. Yes.
0: Okay, so what we'll do is so for dark horse picks, we're just going to name off five power five teams. Mm-hmm. That really, they're not getting talked about, and you just, but they could make a run. You know what yeah. I mean? So, you know, this is not like your, this isn't really going to be your top two heaviest favorites or top mm-hmm. two or three guys, teams in the conference. So, uh, so I will start with ACC. We'll just kind of flip off. Yeah. If you want to give a reason or two, go ahead. Times it. Oh, okay. Here we go. So the ACC, I'll start. I said Mm -hmm. North Carolina.
1: I also said North Carolina.
0: There we go. Look at that. Great. Yeah, I
1: mean, I think we're both thinking the exact same thing. Quarterback, coach of experience. It's a good combo. (laughs) I I
0: actually have their schedule. I took a picture of it.
1: They don't have a difficult schedule.
0: Schedule's not bad. So they go. They start the year at South Carolina in Charlotte. Mm -hmm. App State. They have Minnesota at home. They go to Pitt. They get Syracuse, Miami. Um they get Syracuse, Miami, and Virginia all at home. They yeah. only go the only road games they really play, the only road games they're playing are at Georgia Tech, at Clemson, at North Carolina State. Yep. I mean they get all of those at home.
1: They do, so yeah, they, they get have a, a very night. favorable schedule this year.
0: Favorable show. schedule. Clemson game's the only one that might slip up, but mm-hmm. they, they Drake May's coming back. That offense is always explosive. Why not? Yeah. Right. I
1: think that's a great pick. I SEC? The same
0: one. SEC, who do you have? I have Ole Miss. Okay. I have Tennessee.
1: Okay. Yeah. I was thinking Tennessee, but then I was like, I don't really think that's Dark Horse because I think there is a lot of people who expect them to be in that conversation.
0: But I actually, they're just, if you look at their od- the odds, mm-hmm. like when the SEC, they're like fourth.
1: Okay. That's fair then. Yeah.
0: So. I just picked Tennessee schedules again. I think I took. I only took pictures of North Carolina and Tennessee schedule, but um, they have Virginia and Nashville.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Austin P. They go to Florida. Yep. They get UTSA in South Carolina at home. They have mm-hmm. a bye week, and then they go. Then they get A and M at home. They don't have to go to College Station. They only want. They have to go to Bama. They're at Kentucky. Then they get UConn. They're at Missouri. They get George. They get us at home. They get Georgia at home. And then they get Vanderbilt at home. So,
1: so yeah.
0: I don't think Bama's anything crazy this year. Mm-hmm. Call me crazy. Come back and bite me in the yeah. butt later. I'm not Bama's quarterback issues right now. Don't scare me. Mm-hmm. I don't even think they're going to win the West. So, why not Tennessee? Why Ole Miss, though? Let's hear So,
1: this. I said Ole Miss because. For the most part, they got a really favorable schedule this year. I don't know if you've looked at it, but um, their only away games that are really going to be difficult are Tulane, Alabama, and Auburn. Okay. Those are their only away games of any value. I mean, the only other one that would be a mix-up is Mississippi State, who's going to have a brand new head coach. And obviously, that's a big rivalry, but... I would lean Ole Miss still unless something crazy happened. But they play Mercer, Tulane, Georgia Tech, uh, Alabama. They get LSU at home, Arkansas at home, Vanderbilt at home, Texas A&M at home. They go to Georgia. I didn't even see that. Oh, yeah. It was kind of low. Gonna get, they're gonna they're probably going to get rolled there. But they got kind of a pretty favorable schedule this year. They, they don't just got to go... win,
0: some, they gotta win some big games. And...
1: Yeah, yeah. But they don't have to go to Death Valley this year. They don't have to go up to Arkansas when it's cold yeah. again. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have to go to a College Station.
0: All right. Big Ten.
1: Big Ten. Uh, you go first. I have Wisconsin. I have Penn State.
0: So, Wisconsin, I have because, yeah, new new coach, Luke Fickle, mm-hmm. who seems like all right now all he does is win. Yeah, um, they got a new quarterback, Tanner Mordecai, who I think's way better than Graham Mertz. They yeah. kept Braylon Allen. They got some other guys. I still think that defense is going to be good, and their schedule's nice this year. Their toughest game is Ohio State, and they get them at home. They get them mm-hmm. in Camp Randall. The only road games they have this year are they go to Pullman, Washington, mm-hmm. for Washington State, um, but they go two for two. And at Illinois, but that's not nothing intimidating there. They get Nebraska mm-hmm. at home. But really the big one, they get Iowa at home too, so they don't have to go there. Yeah. I mean, I'll look out a sneaky pick right there, Wisconsin.
1: Mm-hmm. I like it. All right. I like it. I said Penn State because they've been on that verge for yeah. so long that at some point you have to almost expect them to get over it, right? Yeah. They they win two games, they're in the they're they're winning, right? Yeah. Because, because they're if, right they,
0: there. if as long as they take care of business and just win, you would think as mm-hmm. long as they split – if they split with Michigan or Ohio State, they would be in the title games there. Yep. So
1: – And they're getting um, – they get Michigan at home and they, they go, go to, to Ohio State. So I think that's – I feel like if I'm Penn State, though, that's what I would prefer because I don't know about you, I feel like Michigan Stadium is more of a hostile – playing environment than Ohio stadium. Yeah. Not because, not because one stadium is better than the other. I just teams in my opinion, teams seem to pull upsets more often at Iowa stadium than Michigan stadium. Yeah. it's just, it's, I think it's just, it's a little bit colder there in Michigan.
0: Uh-huh.
1: It's yeah. So if I'm them, I would prefer this. You get Michigan as a day game, not uh your whiteout game. Mm. So the pressure Probably is not as high that in that game either. You yeah. know what I mean? It's Not going to be one hundred and twenty thousand people.
0: You know the whiteout game. Team. The whiteout game is Iowa. i sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pathetic. Anyway, all right. That's Big-
1: that's a Fox thing, not. Yeah. Penn
0: State. Big Twelve. I have UCF. Okay, that's not bad pick.
1: Now, I said so. I said UCF because um, first year in a new conference where most of the teams aren't going to really know them. You know what yeah. I mean? You don't have that history of competition. And I think UCF just has a kind of favorable schedule this year. They don't have the toughest matchups. I don't think they play Texas this year either. Okay. So I think that helps them a lot.
0: I have Kansas State. That's a good one. Um, Pick them because they won it last year. They won the Big 12 mm-hmm. last year. But um, yeah, I love their coach. I forget his name, but it's fine. <laughs> Forget but he's a really good coach. Yeah, all it seems like recently, like Kansas State is obviously like one of the top dogs right now. I think mm-hmm. I still don't believe in Texas. Texas will have a yeah. good year, but Kansas State right now, I think, is here. And I TCU is going to drop off TCA, Kansas State. I mean, mm-hmm. Kansas. Washington is my Pac-12 pick.
1: Okay, I I had Utah.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Which I don't think is a surprise to win the Pac-12. But um, but winning the... Um, Keep talking. I was going to say, I don't think it's a surprise of them winning the Pac-12, but more of a um, actually getting to the playoff. Yeah. Right? But I think this year they could do it. I think it's I- possible. I think, I think Washington. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, Michael Penix coming back's ginormous. Yep, they were right there, almost made mm-hmm. the Pac-12 title game last year. I think they were going to have a really good year this year. Like sneaky, sneaky, really good dark horse pick. Yeah, I think their odds are like plus three thousand right now to win the title. It's not bad, but all right. But is, that's is actually
1: USC probably is the lowest or the the highest odds to win, right? And out of the Pac-12. Yeah. Yeah. I would think so in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All
0: right. So that's actually going to lead us into our national title odds mm-hmm. who we think based on in Vegas, who we yeah. think the best odds are. Uh, we have two teams we both chose. Yep. Um, so I chose Georgia plus two twenty. Mm-hmm. really easy schedule, favorable schedule. Yeah. The old toughest game is going to be the last game before Georgia tech and that's Tennessee. Um, I really don't see any slip ups after, before that. Yeah. Um, all of the most of our starting D's coming back this year, mm. why not? Yeah, read up, put up the threes, baby. And then <laughs> I got Penn State at plus 2000, like yeah. all the stuff Dylan said. Um, Drew Allers, there, really yep. good. Expect good things. That defense is going to be just as good as they have been with Manny Diaz. Um, and if they can just win one of the two games, yeah, it'll be fine. Um, and
1: I said, uh, Florida State. Obviously, primarily because I am a Florida State fan, always got to lean into your bias. Mm-hmm. But to be completely honest, I do think they have a very favorable schedule this year. They're going in with a lot of people already looking at their play last year and being impressed. So they're going to get that benefit of the doubt yeah. going in. So, you know, your your two toughest games are LSU and Clemson, and you get, you know, LSU in Orlando, and then you get Clemson in Death ba- and, you know, Death Valley Jr., so, I think I think they it's just this is the this is the year for them if they want they, at this time and the development of the Norvell era if they want to chase a championship this is the year. Mm. But um, and then I said Texas number two just because I think Texas also has kind of an easier schedule this year outside of going to Alabama. There's really not a game where you go oh man that's a. That's a toss-up, you know what I mean? I feel like yeah. Texas looks – it's it's their favorite. They should be favorite in every game they play. I know Oklahoma's better now, but I still think they're going to blow the brakes off of Oklahoma again because I mm-hmm. just think they just match up really well against them. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think it's one of those things where Oklahoma just does not look good against Texas, at least when it comes to the coaches. Yeah. But that's why, yeah.
0: No, good picks, good picks. Thank you. Thank you. Plus 1,800 is FSU, plus 2,500, mm-hmm. Texas. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, those are mm-hmm. good picks, solid picks. Yeah. All right. So we'll wrap things up here with three questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, guys subscribe, watch us on YouTube, Noles and dogs podcast. Find us there. Um, tell your friends. Yeah. Uh, all right. Dylan, how yes. would you assess the bucks draft?
1: Honestly, I don't think it was that great. I, it was just a couple of picks I liked in there. I liked the guy out of North Dakota state we grabbed. Yeah. But um, other than that, man, I got to be honest. It just, it's obvious that a rebuild is starting. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those parts where I'm looking at this draft and I'm going, a lot of these guys will not be on the team in five years from now. I just, I was not impressed with our picks. I don't know how you felt about it, but um, I was just one of those drafts where I was like, man,
0: uh, I didn't mind the first rounder because he's yeah. a really good, Elijah canty. But mm-hmm. other than that, I really didn't pay a a lot because it's not my team. So, but so yeah. I don't know your needs. But um, I know the Steelers had a really good draft, so we got mm-hmm. all of our needs. So, what's your f- mm-hmm. first question?
1: My first question, Hunter, is what happened to the Pittsburgh Pirates?
0: Uh, offense shut down. The only time they they won yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Mitch
1: Keller was why they won though.
0: Mitch Keller was why they won. No, he didn't yeah. start yesterday.
1: Oh, it was the day before that he started, am mind.
0: No. It was a couple no, days ago he started? That was two, I saw. that was He started Sunday when they won. Sunday,
1: yeah. He won like seven innings, I saw that. That's yeah,
0: what? 13Ks, no walks, really <laughs> yep. good. Mitch Keller's been really good. Uh, offensive shutdown, we play. We start players in our lineup that can't hit, and mm-hmm. we think that they'll just suddenly start hitting. Um, yeah, Our top guys aren't producing. And, yeah, there's just no offense no offense production. It's not like we're getting blown out either. I mean, these are just low-scoring games that we're not scoring yeah. any runs. Um, and then blown leads. Uh, should have taken two out of three in Baltimore, blew the first game, had a, had a lead going into the eighth. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Potspire, yeah. Ba- that's Bucco baseball right there. So <laughs> that's Bucco baseball. <laughs> All right, Dylan, biggest takeaway from this year's draft in just total?
1: Biggest takeaway is um, probably teams uh, – the quarterback is so important to the draft. Yeah. That's my biggest takeaway is the fact that even after the first round happened, nobody was talking about anything other than the fact that Will Levis was not drafted yet. Yeah. Like, that was the biggest story out of the first night. He ended not...
0: up going second second pick in the second round, so.
1: Yeah, to Tennessee. It's just watching the draft. It made me realize more than anything that quarterback is the only thing that it seems like anybody cares about in this draft and it's a quarterback league. That's the biggest thing that came out of me from the draft.
0: My biggest takeaway was Georgia or uh, teams from Pennsylvania love Georgia players.
1: Oh, that's a very good.
0: And as a Steeler fan, I love it. Um, (laughs) Love it. But how about the Eagles taking not one, not two, but three guys from this past year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not one, what two guys from last year's defense. They have five guys from that national title team in twenty one. Um cool little nugget too. I don't know if I said it in the last podcast or not, but um all the entire starting rock the entire starting defense from that twenty one defense,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that natty team, have yeah. all been drafted.
1: That's pretty impressive. I think you did say that they were expected. That they will, they'll be in the NFL. I don't know if you said they were all drafted or
0: not. All drafted. No. So, awesome. That's another Kirby Smart recruiting tool right there.
1: That was That's so close to what 2013 Florida State did.
0: No, but they didn't. Anyway. Yeah, we got everybody. <laughs> all right, last question from me. Dylan, uh, what's one of your super long shots? Now, this is, besides Dark Horse, this is super, super long shot to win the – to make the college football playoff.
1: Just the, the – crazy long shot that you can't believe? Mm-hmm. Duke.
0: Duke, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. They had a good first season under Mike Elko, but like, if just everything came right at once, not yeah. impossible. Not impossible.
0: I'm gonna say... Uh, you know, I was thinking like South Carolina.
1: I was thinking around the same thing too, but then I was like...
0: Or... You know, or- Oregon State or Oregon? One of those Oregon teams. Give me Oregon. Okay. Oregon can't ever win the big game, so they're never yep. in the Pac-12 title. Nope. So, why not? You know what? Yeah. You know what? Here. Colorado. Screw it. Colorado.
1: Colorado's going to win two games.
0: Colorado. Well, super long shot. give yeah. me Colorado. Let's go I saying, I feel, like, I feel. Let's like, ride.
1: <laughs> I feel like Colorado is more of a long shot than Kansas right now.
0: Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Lance I mean, Leifold's got him going there. Yeah. Jalen Daniels back.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. My last question for you. Yes. If you could learn any type of language, if you could learn any language, what would you pick? Spanish. Spanish? Yeah. Why is that?
0: Because that's like everything needed here spanish or french <laughs> french would be just,
1: cool. <laughs> it's just like it's just like a customer service thing it's like i mean I, I get asked all the time so i mean i might as well right
0: yeah
1: uh, i learn uh, i learn something fun man i would learn like afrikaans give, give me something exotic how many people I, you know who know afrikaans
0: not many exactly not many. exactly many. Uh, yeah <laughs> what a way to end the podcast right there. oh yeah Africans, nice. Africans.
1: Nice. All
0: right.
1: What are we? What are we doing?
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's Knowles and Dogs podcast right there, folks. <laughs> yes, um, sir. So as we wrap it up, and Dylan collects himself after that, awesome comment. Uh, oh, yeah. make sure you guys are subscribing, hitting that like button, watching us on YouTube, mm-hmm. sharing us. Uh, you know. I don't know. Just getting us out there. Doing, yeah. you guys are doing a good job. I've, like I said, like subscribers are up recently, which is awesome because it means you guys are watching, subscribing, liking Telling our your stuff friends about
1: it. We love it. Yeah,
0: awesome stuff. So, um, we'll keep going. We're gonna keep grinding stuff out for you guys, and uh, we're hundred days away now from kickoff. So it's just it's
1: coming awesome. up, it's coming up like crazy, and it's
0: and which means we're gonna get going. Uh, Mm Um, closer to summer again, we'll, we might start soon going through like rankings and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, other than that, I got nothing. Dylan, do you have anything?
1: Nope. Just excited.
0: Excited. Perfect. Great word right there. All right. So we'll catch you guys on the flip. Yep. Peace out. You guys.